Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe presented by Coop Aleworks and welcome into August, which is typically a quiet time during the NBA. Summer League has come and gone. Training camp isn't until October, and so this is typically when things sort of tamper down, but we still have some catching up to do here in the Thunder Basketball Universe, mainly when it comes to recent acquisitions, additions, and just roster movement for OKC. Well, first of all, it's just great to be back here yeah. in the studio. We've been vagabonds for like the last month and a half as we've been all over the place. Paris, as we talked about, was in Australia. We were mm -hmm. covering draft and summer league and then uh, some camps that we'll get to talk to you about. And so really, as we're beginning August here, it's a chance to settle back in That's to right. our homes here in OKC <laughs> and get geared up for the sprint that is to come in October. That's right. And so we're going to use this time to kind of help you break down some of the movement that's happened over the past couple of weeks when it comes to the Thunder's roster. Now, to do this, we've enlisted a little bit of help from someone that has been working with us pretty closely here in the Thunder offices. We've had the pleasure of working with a very bright HBCU intern, Garrett Bland, who is here with us right now. Hi. He's a rising senior at Tennessee State University, first of all, we have to shout out the Nashville School representation at this desk right now. Yeah. We got TSU, we got Belmont, and Vanderbilt, but that's okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the Broadway Weston <laughs> Avenue connection is very strong here. It is. So, it is. you know, it's good. Yes. Yeah, so, Garrett, we brought you on to be our free agent correspondent. Help us break down the, the two free agents that the Thunder acquired this offseason. So, what do you say we get started? Of course. Well, like you said, the Thunder has done a really good job adding to their depth this season. The first guy I want to talk about is pretty much the biggest signing that they signed this summer. I'm talking about the six foot five guard, 203 pounds from Kraljevo, Serbia. I'm talking about Vasilije Micic. The Thunder signed him this past summer. Now, if you don't know much about EuroLeague basketball, you probably haven't heard of this guy or seen him play. Well, take it from me after watching him play, I can tell you that this guy can ball. He is a hooper. He is a savvy veteran guard and he can facilitate the court a lot. And he has a high IQ. And like I said, he can ball. So he can put the ball in the bucket. Great shot making ability, step backs, spot up shooting. He can do all of that. I really think that him being 29 years old, coming into the league for the first time, even though this is his first time in the NBA in America, he's going to come in with a veteran presence and help out our young guys particularly Josh Giddy, I think their games kind of compare a lot. And with Josh being able to grow and develop these next couple of years, I think Meech's being in his corner and being his mentor is going to be a very, very good thing. Which well, just seems like the play style can really fit into what the Thunder wants to do in an overall capacity. Quick decisions, ball movement, being kind of shot past drive at all five positions on the floor. And you mentioned the EuroLeague. What can you tell us about some, maybe some of the accolades that he's been able to rack up in the EuroLeague? Well, of course, Meech is no scrub. This guy <laughs> won the EuroLeague MVP in 2021, and then followed up by winning the EuroLeague championship. And then the next year, did it again and won the EuroLeague championship in 2022. He's also won the top score award for two years in a row in 2021 and 2022, and has also uh, made the all EuroLeague second team in 2019 and 2022. Very decorated player overseas, gonna get his first opportunities in the NBA 
I'm really most impressed with the pronunciations. That's yeah, that's so I valuable saw. to all hey. of us here. So thank you for that, Garrett. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> <laughs> we hear he's going by Vasa, if that yes. maybe helps you out a little bit. Of and it's been good to see him kind of around the team. I know he was uh, spotted at Summer League yeah. in Las Vegas and Salt Lake City. So um, very cool that he's been able to kind of already get enmeshed with some of the, the new guys. That's right. So yeah. some great poise, IQ, savvy shooting. Really looking forward to seeing him out there on the floor. That's Micic. All right. Tell us about our next guy. So the next guy um, is no newbie to the basketball game. If you watch college basketball, you may have heard of Jack White before. Four-year man out of Duke from Australia. Um, he went undrafted in the 2020 draft, decided to go back home and play with Melbourne United in the NBL. We know about the NBL. That's where mm -hmm. Ouse came from. So... And then he got he finally got a shot to play in the NBA last year with the Denver Nuggets. Now, if you look at his stats, you you'll probably determine okay, he doesn't really do very much. But the things that he does do are things that don't show up in the stat sheet. I'm talking about rebounding. Well, actually, that does show up in the stat sheet. But things like <laughs> but you got to like clear hustle. out space. You got to you know yeah. you, you yeah. got to sacrifice for your team in, in that regard. Yeah, of course. But he rebounds. He's a very good hustle player. He's mm -hmm. going to get those hustle plays, diving on the floor, taking those charges, and he can spot up He can spot up, shoot the ball. So find him in the corner. Spacing is going to be a very, very key thing for the Thunder this season as players like Jay Will and J-Dub and Shea focus on trying to drive the ball. I think him being able to hit some shots from the corner, from the wing, so they can kick it out to him and knock down the shots, that's going to be very, very important for Jack White. Now, he did play in – the G League with the Grand Rapids goal, and that's where his stats kind of lit up. He scored 19.2 points on 9.4 rebounds on 56% shooting, 44% from the three-point line on 26 games played. Now, this is the kind of guy that every NBA team is kind of looking for. They can be a little bit of a fulcrum player for your offense. Uh, a guy who can play the forward spot, maybe even a small ball center, transfer the ball from one side of the floor to the other, mm -hmm. being able to knock down threes at that rate as well. Certainly could be fascinating to see how a guy like Jack White can fit into this mix, yeah. especially because you don't need a player in his role to be a high volume shooter, but you need him to be efficient and effective on the floor, not turning the ball over, able to keep your offense moving. And this guy really just sounds like a, a thunder guy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The kind of guy who does the intangibles, who's really competitive, has that athletic kind of build and, 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 and game about him, but also just has that spirit, right? That, that spirit to be able to carve out space to go get those rebounds and does the little intangible things. And I mean, now we've got some more Australian representation on this roster hey. in addition to Mr. Josh Giddy. So that'll be really interesting to see out there on the floor. Jack White, Vasilya Micic, I mean, these are these are some really the great, great insight from both of these guys. Course, Thank you, Gary. Of course, top signing. And last thing, Jack White, he he's not new to winning. In 2021 with the NBL in Mel at Melbourne United, he did win a championship with them. And, of course, last year he was on the Denver Nuggets squad and, of course, won the championship this year. I had a great time talking to Jack in Salt Lake City. He was also kind of uh, hanging around the team a little bit in that um, er area um, about the championship parade in Denver and just how crazy and exciting and fun that is. And But he's just such a down-to-earth mm. guy just talking about the realities of the NBA life of, like, he hadn't even packed up his apartment yet. He was Goodness trying to figure gracious. out how he was going to um, get from one place to the yeah. next and, and get everything sorted out. But 
um, some great perspective from him. I'm sure that we will get throughout the the next uh, year in terms of what he's able to provide in terms of his experience in uh, Australia yeah. on a championship winning team, but a guy that was hanging on the back end of that roster mm-hmm. and spent a lot of time in the G League too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. really can't underestimate the value that comes with being a part of a, a winning organization mm-hmm. in, in multiple situations. A lot of experience that he's going to be able to bring to this OKC roster. Okay, those were the two free agent signings. There's also been some other movement for OKC, some key, some new acquisitions as well. We should probably update you on those guys. Let's start with Ty Ty Washington and Enusma and Garuba. Yeah, those two players were acquired in a trade with the Houston Rockets, and the Thunder has been wheeling and dealing this summer. In fact, mm-hmm. so much of this reporting happens, but none of it becomes official until later. Right. So we kind of clean can clean things up on the back end for you. So there's some guys that were acquired via trade. We Garrett did an amazing job covering the free agent acquisitions. These guys were acquired in trade. So it's it's Ty Ty Washington, Usman Garuba from Houston, uh, Victor Oladipo from Miami. We know he's injured. Not quite sure exactly what his um, status will be in terms of that injury. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a, a big friend of the program. I had oh, a great yeah. mm-hmm. time covering Mr. Feathery when he was here in <laughs> OKC and um, during kind of a transitional period for the organization. Yep. But he he really did a nice job of bringing it and, and was a great personality to have in the locker room. Um, so he came over from Miami and then Davis Bertans as a part of that trade with Dallas to be able to move up to get Case and Wallace at number 10 in the draft. So those are the guys that are going to be kind of figuring into what is a good problem, which is a roster crunch in yeah. terms of, hey, if you're having to choose between these 21 guys and who's going to end up making your your final 18, if you include mm-hmm. the, the two-way spots um, or your final 15 in terms of just your roster spots, that's a good problem to have because exactly. these are names that were either first round picks or have been, you know, really known commodities in the NBA for the last handful of years. So it should be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Now, all of this, as you mentioned, comes with a huge asterisk. We are recording this on Tuesday, August 2nd. So there could be a lot of movement yeah. between now and, of course, when training camp starts and then, of course, when the season starts. But we hope this clears up just a little bit of what's been happening over the last few weeks, adds a little bit of context, a little bit of detail as to where things stand right now with this roster. And we really appreciate you, Garrett, for coming on, being our free agent correspondent. Of Doing all that research for us. Thanks for being on the podcast. Of course. Man. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah. How'd you enjoy your time here with the Thunder organization? You know, this right. is a, a great uh, opportunity for you as a part of this HBCU internship. Yeah, of course. So uh, coming in, I just really wanted to see the business side of basketball. You know, I, I grew up a fan all of my life. Been been watching the Thunder ever since they came here. I was I actually told uh, people in my interview that when the Thunder first came here, I was going to kindergarten. So very, very exciting time <laughs> hey, for grew me. Grew with the team. But uh, just really wanted to see the ba- uh, the business side of basketball. And, I mean, the Thunder is just one of the best-ran organizations in the league. They're such a pillar in the community. And so uh, I've had more than fun, learned more than a lot here, and I'm definitely going to take a lot uh, going back with me to school but everybody's just been so nice to me and willing to help out and give me advice. And like, this is, this is literally a dream come true. Like I can't explain it any other way. Well, we love to hear that. And it's been a pleasure having you. You've been a huge help to us. You it was you played a major factor in our draft research heading mm-hmm. into the draft. So um, very great to have you here and we're happy to hear you. you had a great time. 
Yes, thank you guys for having me. And great work with this free agent corresponding. All right, we are going to take a short break here, but don't go anywhere because last week we were in Waco, Texas, but this past week we were in Fort Smith, Arkansas. When we come back, we will have a couple of special guests that we were able to talk to out in Fort Smith. Coop Works is the proud sponsor of Thunder Basketball Universe. Brewers of the fan favorites F5 IPA and 99 calorie ice chest IPA. You'll find those and many more Coop beers at retailers across Oklahoma. Learn more at CoopLWorks.com. We're here at Northside High School in Fort Smith, Arkansas. I got Isaiah Joe here alongside me. And a couple days of camps out here for the Thunder organization. Isaiah, J. Will, you were here. And it wasn't far for you to come because you were just from right up the road. Right. So many guys in the NBA, you know, they'll, they'll spend their off seasons in California or Florida or whatever. Make the case for why Arkansas is the place to be in an NBA offseason. I mean, for me personally, like you said, I'm at home. And my family's here. Um, the love from the city just always brings me back. Um, on top of that, my workout foundation is out here. I have everything that I need, you know, to stay focused and continue to get better as a person and a player here. And so why not? Why not be at the place that's going to, you know, you know, cherish me and where I'm going to be the best person I could be. I know you've you got some golf courses around here maybe oh, that you've yeah. been trying to hit this summer too? Most definitely. Most definitely been on a golf course. I have a, uh, actually have a charity event coming up this upcoming weekend. I'm up in Northwest Arkansas, which is about 45 minutes from here, so that's going to be fine. I think I saw recently you maybe switched out the golf shoes for some boat shoes. Is that true? There's some <laughs> nice lakes and water out here, yeah, too. You know, you most, I mean, it's, it's things to do here, man. I mean, I love going to the lake. Uh, we have one that we go to, Lake Ten Killers out. That one's actually in Oklahoma, yeah. you know, which is not too far from here as well. But uh, we definitely like getting on the water. We like doing a lot of outdoor stuff. Uh, anything, you know, just to spend time with friends, spend time with family, that's, that's what we're about here. Well, I, I understand that in addition to getting some rest and relaxation, which you need to get in the offseason, you have a really serious workout regimen that you hit every single day. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me a little bit about that and how, how that works for you out here? Yeah, I mean, it works perfectly. I have a um, shout-out, You Train Fitness, the guy, Yusuf Holloway, that I go to for my strength and conditioning. We go there every morning. Um, right after that, we get you know get food, and we head to the gym and get shots up, and then sometimes we'll double it up um, at, at Yusuf, and he'll probably do, like, some – more agility um, eccentric work um, compared to what we did in the morning when it was more of a lift. And so we'll go back and do that or whatnot, get some yoga in maybe. And then we might come back and do a second time at the gym. So, I mean, when we do that on a daily and then we're still, we're still done by like three o'clock, you know? And so just doing that, I mean, it's, it's a grind, but it's a grind that I love, man. It's fun. It's fun to, you know, get better and, you know, just see, see things start to shape up. A guy like Jalen Williams said that your work ethic really inspired him as y'all were youngsters coming up together. And so we know all that individual work is going on, but you've had a chance to connect with some of your teammates, not just Jay Will, but, but other guys throughout the course of the summer. How nice has that been to kind of just continue to build that camaraderie that we saw on the floor all of last year to, to have that off the floor heading into next year? Oh, man, it's really nice. I mean, we're already a really close team. I think as soon as I touched down in, uh, in OKC, I mean, we all jailed really quick. I got along with every single, you know, player um, and whatnot. They welcomed me with open arms. Um, but, you know, just continuing to build that, that bond with the team, build the brotherhood, you know, it just 
off the court is going to, you know, shape us up on the court whenever the chemistry becomes a big thing. I think a lot of people can attest to that after, you know, watching this last season. But these are those are my guys, man. That's my family. You know, I welcome them. They welcome me. And so we're going to keep, you know, making these strides together. Well, I was just thinking about you 12 months ago, shoot, even maybe 10 months ago, and kind of where you were in your career compared to kind of how you must be feeling now. Just take me back, um, you know, a little bit of that uncertainty and, and how proud you are of the last, you know, nine to 12 months that you've had as a member of the Thunder organization. Yeah, all that just shaped me, shaped who I am. You know, it, you know, made me stronger. You know, you got to go through some adversity in your life. I mean, and still I have obstacles that I'm going to, you know, have to succumb in the future. But, you know, you learn how, how to, you know, get through adversity and become stronger. And I think that really helped me because as soon as I touched down in OKC, everything just started to open up and get a little bit better. You know, now it's just upon me to make sure that I'm handling my business on and off the court to make sure I can, you know, be there for my team whenever they need me. Yeah, what's that fuel like for you in terms of motivation heading into next season? Obviously, going into any NBA season, there's a great level of excitement but there's just so much positive uh, energy right now around the team at the moment. Yeah, I mean, shoot, we're ready. We're ready to, you know, get the next season kicked off. I think we got ourselves to a good jump start last season, and now we know, like, what, what we can do and where we need to get, improve on. And so going into this next season, I think we're excited just as much as the fans are excited, you know, just to see us out there, see some of the guys that didn't get a chance to touch the floor last year. And I think, you know, it's just going to be a it's going to be one for the books. I really want to be tuned in this upcoming season because it's going to be fun. Yeah, and you guys never take anything for granted. Your career is evidence of that. There's you know, going to be more tough times to come. How do you make sure that you're kind of starting zero and zero uh, next year and, and having that same attitude of, like, we got to go out and earn everything? I mean, you learn through experience. Uh, I think you have to have a zero-zero mindset every game and every day, you know, just to, you know, start fresh. Don't carry, you know, any success that you had in the past. Don't carry any failure that you had in the past. It's a new day. you got to learn to move on. And uh, it sounds like a – like a dumb saying at first, but whenever you, you know, go through experience and you experience the times where you got too high and you got humbled or if you got too low and something immediately brought you up, it's like anything can happen every day. You know, you just got to wake up, um, get your routine going, and, you know, always have positive thoughts in your head because I believe positive thoughts, you know, translate to whatever you're doing. That mental toughness, that resilience started out here in Fort Smith, was really bred inside the walls of Northside High School. Isaiah, thank you so much for your time. We're going to send it over to Paris Lawson, who is with Jalen Williams. All right, thank you so much, Nick. We're still in Fort Smith, and we're here with the other Fort Smith native on the Oklahoma City Thunder, Jalen Williams. Having him twice on the podcast in a matter of three weeks, you're like a true friend of the pod, so thank you for the time. Yeah, I love the podcast. We love having you on the podcast. <laughs> so we got to catch up with you since Summer League. I mean, what was that experience like, and, and what was it like getting a chance to reconnect with some of your teammates? Yeah, it was awesome sharing the court with those guys and a lot of guys out there that are hungry. They want to get better. They're trying to earn an opportunity, and also just sharing the court with my teammates that are that I play with, and Chet as well, and just being out there with those guys and having fun, it, it was a fun experience. And now you're back in Fort Smith. Have you been spending your offseason here mainly? What, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I've been here for coming up on a week, and I've just been driving back and forth. I drive, I've drove down to uh, Fayetteville every day to work out and drive back and then get my dog, be with my dog, wake up next morning, drive down to Fayetteville. So that's what it's been like down here. Zeus, your dog. Zeus, yeah. How is he as a passenger in the car? Uh, he's good. He doesn't drive with me because he hates drives, <laughs> and my car is loud, and he hates that. But um, he's getting bigger. He's like 100-something pounds now, and he just got back from training, and he knows a lot of, new tr- a lot of more tricks, and I'm, I'm proud of him right now. <laughs> so Zeus is getting better. How are you getting better this offseason? What are, what are those workouts looking like for you in the gym? 
Yeah, just trying to just keep uh, expanding my game, um, working on my outside shot, my ability to make decisions, and then also just working on my body, um, trying to get stronger, but also getting smaller at the same time, just working on myself. Okay, so we're in Fort Smith. We got to talk about what this city means to you, what this town means to you. We're here for a camp that's happening, Thunder Youth Basketball Camp. There are a lot of campers in there. Just what has it been like seeing the reception from, from this town for you and Isaiah? Yeah, um, it's honestly great. Just me and Zay actually talked about it when the camp went up. I think it sold out really, really fast. And um, just showing how much support we have. People are text, still texting me, asking if they can get into the camp. And just seeing how much support we have is, is honestly amazing. For a lot of guys during the offseason, I mean, you see them just bouncing all over. I mean, like L.A., Miami. I know Nick asked Isaiah the same question. If you had to give Fort Smith, you had to give a pitch for why guys should come to Fort Smith, what would be your pitch? Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. What makes, what makes uh, Fort Smith basically so okay. special? I got you. You're going to be loved if you come and work out in Fort Smith. Um, wherever you go eat is most likely to get paid for by somebody if they know who you are. Um, it's, a fun, it's a fun spot to be if you know what you're doing, and uh, everybody here is going to love you. We also know you like to you like to fish a little bit. Have you have you been able to get out fishing at all? Nah, it's too hot outside for that right now. <laughs> Can't confirm it is very hot here in Fort Smith. So we'll let you go back to some AC. Thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you. All right, we'll send it back to Oklahoma City. It was an action-packed day out there <laughs> in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Let me tell you, it was Jay Will and Isaiah, obviously, but we had like fifty. Thunder business office members out there just in the community. We had Rumble. We had Thunder Girls, entertainers. It was it was popping out there in Fort Smith that day. Yeah, full-on Thunder Youth Basketball Camp set up at both the Boys and Girls Club yeah. and then at Northside High School where both Isaiah Joe and Jalen Williams, Jay Will, went to high school. And it was really cool to see this great extension of the Thunders yeah. community. You know, OKC, Fort Smith, only about two hours and 45 minutes apart. You know, that's that's not a, a bad drive at all. If you want to make a weekend of it, you uh, you Fort Smithers in uh, Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas? Arkansas? Arkansans? Arkansans? Yeah. I want we'll to say Arkansans. We'll have to figure that out. They'll tell us in the comments. <laughs> Arkansas-ers. Arkansas-ers, I think. That sounds better. I think that's what it yeah. is. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's not a it's not a far it's not a far drive no, not bad and, at all. And you know, this is um a great way for the Thunder to reach out to people who are, I mean, basketball crazed. Yeah. And that was something that really opened up uh was opened up to me is just how much the people in Fort Smith love basketball. Mm -hmm. Big time Thunder fans now. They love the Razorbacks too, of course. Oh, of course. But course. basketball course. is certainly in the blood there in, in Arkansas. Yeah, and it's also just from the player side being able to see these guys in their element, like in their hometowns, in their comfort zone. I mean, Kenrich out there interacting with kids that, I mean, he knows just from yeah. being in Waco and then yeah. Isaiah and Jay will getting a chance to meet kids who have just looked up to them since they got into the NBA. It's just really, really cool to see. And we really want to thank Jay will and Isaiah. And of course, Kenrich from mm -hmm. last week from taking, for taking the time to, to talk to us while they were out there in their hometowns. That was, that was a blast. Yeah. I mean, these guys, don't have to be doing this. They can be out exactly. on a lake somewhere or a golf course or <laughs> exactly. doing whatever they want to do. Yeah. Uh, but they they took the opportunity to give back and kind of out mm -hmm. of the goodness of their hearts, they hear, you know, these things are going on. Kenrich, of course, had his own camp, but right. Isaiah, J. Will, they hear that, you know, this is happening and 
they kind of decided, hey, why don't I pop over? So yeah, yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. Well, now it's a little bit of a quiet time, so we're going to give you what's on tap. It's not much, but there is some exciting stuff that will be happening during the month of August. We want you to keep your eye out. First things first, the schedule's coming soon, Gallo. Uh, yeah, this is, I mean, it's schedule day coming. And schedule day. This is like Christmas in August for all of us NBA people. It's this so exciting. such a big deal. Yeah. Okay, we get yeah. to schedule out our next six months <laughs> of our lives <laughs> and know where we're going to be. This is huge. Yeah, and it's just, it's the, the market. Marker that okay, you know, it's kind of like you, you smell that you smell that burger place down the road. And you're like, oh man, I'm, I just realized I'm hungry. Right, and, you know, and you kind of you get that the schedule comes out and you're like, oh man, I I just realized I really cannot wait for the season to start uh-huh. and it's almost here. It's tantalizingly close. Yes, so um, be on the lookout for some content coming from us at the Thunder, and of course, you're gonna want the rundown of what's actually happening on the schedule, oh, yeah. but. We're going to make it a little bit of, a little bit festive for you, too. Definitely. And, of course, we will have a podcast breaking down those, those big matchups and all the key dates that you need to know on that calendar. So keep an eye out for that. Secondly, end of August, we've got a few players that will be representing their respective countries in the FIBA World Cup at the end of August. That's coming up here in a little bit. So you got some time to make sure you know who you want to follow. But Shay, Lou, Josh... We'll keep our eye out for Team Australia and Team Canada in the World Cup. Yeah, we know that those guys are already kind of working out together. Those mm-hmm. national teams get together in the summer in the lead up to these games. And so we're already getting a little content yeah. trickling in of them on the floor together. And of course, we saw what being on the Canadian national team did for Shea. Oh, yeah. And what he was able to glean from that experience. So going to be really exciting to see how these guys continue to make the most of these opportunities to go up against the best and the best in the world. I, I remember in the po- in our end of season interviews, Shay mentioned that he noticed when guys played in FIBA or in mm-hmm. World Cup in the offseason, they kind of came back a little sharper. And he was like, okay, all right, this might be a little bit of a cheat code. So, And we saw it last year when he came back. He obviously had taken strides forward after playing with Team Canada. So we'll see how all those guys come back. It's never a bad thing to get more minutes in That's high right. stakes games that matter. And as we saw, Shea, you know, he's... He can deliver in those high stakes moments and probably some of those experiences have helped big time. That's right. So we'll keep you updated on all of that action that's happening literally around the world. I mean, the the Philippines we're talking. (laughs) Yes. All around the world. Multiple hemispheres. Guys are getting after it this off season. But until then, we want to thank you so much for watching and tuning in. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to Garrett for being our special correspondent today. Thank you so much to Matt Bishop, our producer. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later.